You inherited something beautiful in Europe. You know that, right? You inherited the very peak and pinnacle of rational, philosophical civilization. A civilization that took literally thousands of years and untold millions of lives to build. You, you exist secure from the wild wars of the world, surrounded in a valley of peace. And the mountains that surround your valley of peace are composed of the bones of your ancestors who bled and fought and died and killed to build you the security that now you seem hell-bent on squandering. You have beauty around you. You have the glories of Socrates, the glories of Christendom, the glories of the Renaissance, the Enlightenment, the Age of Reason, the Industrial Revolution, rights for women, equality before the law, separation of church and state, private property rights, rights of contract, rights of conscience, some free speech at least. These gifts, these glories, are not yours, you understand. You have inherited them from the suffering of millions of people, from the deaths of millions of people, from the shaking, bloody, ague-stained hands of your ancestors who passed these glories to you. They are not yours any more than the earth is yours. The environment is yours. The air, the water is yours. It is not. We borrow all the gifts we have received from our ancestors, from our children, and from the future. It is not ours to squander. It is not ours to hand over. It is not ours to allow to be overrun. Do you understand? You have these glories, these treasures, and a hungry world wishes to take them from you as civilizations, as tribes, as groups have done throughout human history, relentlessly, again and again. There's a treasure. I want it for mine. And there are all these people, of course, across the world who say, well, the only reason that that treasure exists is it was stolen from you. So go take it back. You are just in doing so. And that is the way the world works. And that is the way the world has always worked. Or maybe you have forgotten this reality. That the history of the world is written in conflict, in triumph, in surrender, in victory, in loss. But you have the chance to save it in a bloodless, peaceful way. In a voting way. You understand? You... You don't have to face down panzer divisions. You don't have to face down a plague, starvation, pestilence. You don't have to face down Genghis Khan and his centaur-like riders of archery horseback. You don't have to face down anything. All you have to do is wake up and write a small checkbox to protect everything that others had to die for, to give to you. You live secure in the valleys built by the bones of your elders. You live protected 
Have you forgotten the dangers of the world? Have you forgotten the predators that roam the human landscape outside your walls? Have you forgotten any need for walls? You are a treasure laid open to the world. You are riches left on a rainy park bench. And you will be taken if you do nothing to secure yourselves. It's not a war that is required. It is not suffering that is required. It is merely awakening from the days of virtue signaling and doing something not that you're praised for, but that is actually good. You understand? Doing good in the world almost never gets you praised. And you can do it secretly. You have a far easier task to save your culture than your ancestors had to build it in the first place. You have three days in France to save yourselves. They're your countries. Why do they have to be someone else's? Why? I thought the French were known for l'armure. Go make babies. Keep yourselves alive that way. In just over four weeks, Europe has had four terrorist attacks. Westminster, London, Stockholm, Sweden, Borussia Dortmund, Germany, and Paris, France tonight. Three days before your elections where the fate of everything that you have hangs in the balance. There was an April bomb attack in the St. Petersburg metro. Boom! Financed by some international terrorist group from Turkey. Again and again and again. The dominoes spin and rotate and fall until you stop them. Why? Why, why is this necessary? What is the point? How does it help? How does it keep the flame of freedom alive in the world so that it can spread? You can light another candle with your candle, but not if your candle goes out. Then there's nothing left to light the world. Today, tonight, three days before the French election, a police officer has been murdered in an apparent terrorist attack. Now, the attacker used a weapon. They're describing it as a Kalashnikov. It was on the Champs-Élysées in central Paris. One shooter shot dead by the cops. Another, as is often the case in these situations, feared to be at large. French government spokesman says the assailant who opened fire on a police van was armed with an automatic firearm he likened to a war weapon. He said it's akin to a war weapon. No, it's not akin to a war weapon. It's a war weapon. The Islamic State has claimed responsibility for these attacks. Reports have fluctuated. Everything is in flux. So far, one dead policeman, two seriously injured policemen, one attacker shot dead, one believed still to be on the run. Now, French police say they have identified one of the attackers. Wouldn't you know it? He is an extremist previously known to the security services. Now they've searched a Paris address related to the attack. Arrest warrant has been issued for this second attacker who uh, 
seems to have been able to escape in the chaos. Previously known to the French government, the attacker, as an extremist. But so what? Say, oh, well, why didn't they do something? Why? French government is tracking over 15,000 radical Islamists in France, including 2,000 children. 15,000! Might as well be 15 million. Might as well be 15 billion. You can't track that many people. You can't manage that many people. It can't be done. Every day, French police are tracking 4,000 people considered to be the highest risk for the French population. They can't protect you. They cannot protect you. Borders can protect you. The police cannot. It is not a police solution, but a political solution that is required. You understand? Over 9,000 people in France are believed to have been radicalized. Including a whole bunch who've gone to the Middle East to fight for the Islamic State and now have come back to France. Why? Why? At the same time, as this radical was gunning down the police van, the French presidential candidates were debating on TV nearby. See? Some are debating. Some are shooting. The terrorist said on social media that he wanted to kill police. Although, I'm sure next week CNN will still say, we have no idea why he did it. Motives are still unclear. He wanted to kill police. I don't know how old this post was, but assuming it was more than recent old. I thought hate speech in the European Union was strictly controlled. I want to kill X. Oh, that's bad. It's hate speech. I want to kill cops. Now, so there's only one full day of campaigning left in the French presidential election. So the candidates, including Marine Le Pen, François Fillon, are canceling their remaining events. Why? I, I thought the whole point was you don't let terrorists change what you do. Oh, but that's if you're in danger, right? Um, Le Pen is in danger. There are indications that a recent terrorist plot was foiled that may have had her as the target genuinely in danger. Don't, don't judge Le Pen unless you're in the kind of danger she's in. Or here, Valders. And this election, this pivotal moment in not just French history, not just European history, but world history, is facing significant opposition from the globalists and their tech remora. Facebook, boom, just recently suspended 30,000 pro-Marine Le Pen French accounts. Well, you see, they want to combat fake news. Yeah, right. Right. Supportive of Le Pen, boom, you are wiped off of Facebook. 30,000 of them. A computer error. <laughs> A computer error might signal the end of the era of French freedom. 
500,000 citizens living outside of France have been given the chance to vote twice. So half a million people who can vote in the French elections who live outside of France, they manage to receive duplicate polling cards. So this allows them to, to cast two votes in the first round of the election, right on the 23rd of April. A shocking, astonishing. Everything should be cancelled. Everything should be annulled. But you see, the French authorities are not going to investigate this ridiculous perversion of basic democratic standards until after the election, you see. After the election, then we'll figure out whether the election was even remotely legitimate. They're not going to investigate the potential electoral fraud. Now, this is a significant blow to Ms. Le Pen's goals of achieving the presidency. See, if you're a French national and you're living outside the country, you're not likely to be right-wing. I mean, first of all, you're not living in the migrant areas of, of Paris or other places. And if you're living outside of France, you're a French national, you probably feel like you're going to depend on the European Union. It's a guarantee that you can stay in whatever foreign country you find yourself in. And since Le Pen is hostile to the European Union, it's a big blow to Le Pen. So you've got Facebook suspending pro-Le Pen accounts. You've got half a million duplicate ballots basically being sent out to people who are most likely not on the right, not Le Pen supporters. That That is astonishing. That is such a shatter of due process and basic electoral standards that it staggers the imagination. If you, if you were to try to tell me a couple of weeks ago that this might happen, I'd say it, it, it can't happen. They can't be so brazen. So that means you have to work harder, you see, if you're pro-existence of France. You have to work harder. They throw obstacles in your way. You jump higher. You work harder. You get in people's faces more. You put your relationships to the test. You say, no, you must learn. You must listen. You must understand what is at stake here. The only light coming through the cloud is that Obama, after decrying potential Russian meddling in American electoral affairs, Obama has phoned and said he's going to work with an endorsed Macron. Now, that, of course, is most likely to help Le Pen, just as Obama opposed Brexit, thus helping the pro-Brexit folk in England. He's kind of like the negative image of what he claims to support. It is a very challenging, if not downright uncontrollable, situation in France at the moment. And 60% of prisoners in French prisons are Muslims. The prisons have become a breeding ground for Islamic State recruitment. The traditional French people kind of frightened of punishment, but can't punish a lot of people in France now. It comes down to this, and I need you to really understand this. It really, really matters what you do over the next few days. It matters what you do 
on election day, but it really, really, really matters what you do over the next few days. Turn off your Netflix. Put down your video game controllers. Go talk to people. Go take risks. Go be annoying. Go be pushy. Do not surrender this time. Some decisions in life are hard. They're they're complex. You're weighing, balancing. There's lots of ambivalence and ambiguity. Some decisions are hard. And some decisions are not hard. If you get borders, if immigration is restricted or controlled or minimized, lessened, lowered, it buys you some time to figure out what the next steps are. It's not going to solve the problem. It buys you some time. It's another air pocket on the overturned ship. buys you some time. Now, please understand this, in my opinion. And there's good numbers to back this up. Please understand this. If it's not this time, there is no next time. The time for political solutions may be now and never again. This may indeed, and I believe is in fact, your last chance. In the historical combat between human groups, Nature, cold-eyed, brutal nature, favors the bold, the assertive, those willing to defend what they have. If you are not willing to defend what you have, to love, to treasure, to guard what you have, you will lose it. And you don't have the right to lose it. Because it's not yours. You did not build the society that protects you. You did not build the civilization that favors your mind. You did not build the freedoms you have lived on for these many years. You inherited them as we inherit the environment. We don't, de- we don't get to take a shit in the drinking water of the future. You understand? You must keep things clean. You must keep things clear. You must, even if you don't add to the freedoms you've inherited, you cannot hand them away. They are not yours. You are part of a human chain of civilization that stretches back thousands of years and may stretch forward a hell of a lot shorter than you think it might and won't stretch very far at all if you don't act now.